Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go watch, go back and watch... Alright. Fuck you, David. Not cut this a, out, please. You're not getting a redo. <laughs> Fuck, not you, getting <laughs> Fuck you, not David. Fuck you, David. Fuck you, David. Cut it. <laughs> not getting cut. I hope you enjoy show- all of this you- being in the intro. The show where Fuck we you, watch, David. where we go watch and back shows. <laughs> <sighs> Keep going. This isn't getting cut. This is all staying in. (laughs) Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, (laughs) the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and an absolute amazing love story of a fifth season. Today, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 7 of Fringe, The Abducted. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fuck you. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and the other fuck who's not going to edit this out. Hi, I'm Charlie. <laughs> hey, I'm the other fuck who's not going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> every every day, I think David actually has the best approach to the intro. As these get more and more... We're, Nick and I are just slowly descending into David. He's just well, ahead no. of the curve. <laughs> I was I was so proud of my, my placeholder as well. Oh it was all related to the episode. It was great. Oh, it's a Fucking shame you couldn't episode. string a sentence together. <laughs> yeah, God, I just, just like, hey, audience, stick around for the uh, for the fucking outro of next week. Um, good God, if this was the intro for this no, week, you know, you know why you're so loopy? It's because it's ten fucking a.m. in the morning. Uh, yeah. So we're recording this on Easter Sunday. And normally we would be recording this around, say, two thirty, three p.m. in the in the afternoon on a Sunday. And then we're scheduling our record time, and Nick goes, "Hey, yeah, can we do it at ten in the fucking morning?" <laughs> Listen, I I have I have legitimate reason for that. I had to set an alarm so I didn't sleep through this. I am sorry. Um... I I didn't have to set an alarm. My cat wakes me up at six asking for food, so. <laughs> I, I, I was awake. <laughs> uh, incredible. I, I thank thank you guys for recording at this time. I, I am having an outside uh outside like you know meet and greet with my uh with my parents this afternoon in their backyard. Ooh, I hope not too outside. Wait, what? Did Nick just <laughs> admit to a crime? Actually, no. You can still have gatherings of public. You can still have gatherings of up to five people uh, outdoors. Yeah. I didn't think you. I were legitimately to... check. I legitimately checked this before. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know if you were allowed to like mix households. Uh, I think if it's five. in outdoor public area, not who public, knows? Just, like who something. actually knows? Because know. Ontario's who... fucking regulations are so nonsensical and make no sense. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm pretty sure they're just designed to be that way, so that everyone just goes, "Well, fuck it. I guess I just won't do anything." Uh, <laughs> or or I'll do everything. Who the fuck cares? Yes, those are the like, two sides that people take with this. There's there's like, a Reddit comment in the the Ontario subreddit where someone's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, calling it now. Uh, Doug Ford is going to cause another shutdown around Easter, but he'll do it two to three days before Easter, so you still go out and spend all your money on Easter." Yep. And then that that happened, and he made a it, state buckle in, folks. We got an announcement for an announcement. Yep. God, I hate this province's leadership. Yep. Absolute uh. trash. 
did you guys yeah. see the one MPP tweet out a, a picture of of Hitler, and it was what? the third, the third, and then very obviously MS Paint edited it to cover up the Reich and says wave. Oh God! This is a real thing. Oh, politics is broken. This is a real thing. So like. When did politicians decide that, hey, memes, we're cool enough to do those? <laughs> when when they like, discovered it was a quote-unquote acceptable way to go, like, mask off racist. Because, like, they're yeah, like, ha-ha, funny meme. For. But really, I hate the blacks. But it's, it's like, Peppy the Frog, so it's cool. I honestly, I don't think it's them. I blame their social media managers or her, whoever they hire to run their social media accounts being the type of people who don't actually get internet memes, but because that's their job, they're trying to force it. So you're saying it's the Wendy's Twitter account? Yes, I'm blaming <laughs> Wendy's Twitter account. <laughs> like social media for businesses, that entire trend of like, oh, we got to be funny. Oh look, Wendy's got epic memes. Yep. And then you realize it's just free advertising. And it yep. makes you sad. Yep. I blame I entirely blame Sassy Wendy's Twitter account for the absolute travesty that is corporate social media nowadays. Corporate and political social media, excuse you. Uh that's corporate. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, blame... I, I I like to believe it isn't, but you know it, I, I blame the it Zoom is. Zooms. It's I don't even blame the Zoom Zooms. I blame the goddamn like millennials trying to connect to the Zoom Zooms. And hey, if you like to go Zoom Zoom, then you should buy a Ford Taurus. (laughs) This episode of Forsap brought to you by Ford. Uh, Isn't it great that we're small enough that we can just be like, this episode brought to you by, and we don't have to worry about anything. (laughs) This episode brought to you by the crushing reality of capitalism. This episode brought go. to you by late stage capitalism. <laughs> uh, absolutely horrendous. Um, yeah, but yeah, why don't I... you bring us into the? Oh no, what have we been doing? I guess. Uh, um. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> David's been playing Monster Hunter. Nick's been playing Fall Guys. I have. Yeah, I pretty have, much. I, yeah. No. Oh I, well, um... I haven't been up to nothing. I've been playing Odyssey. Ah, there we go. We we all have the games currently. I I've I've reached the crushing reality if it's not just been like over a year, but like a year ago, I'm pretty sure I was working a night shift job at this point. Uh just yeah. like fucking insane. Uh a year ago I was three months away from being hired. Yep. Yep. And it's been the pandemic the entire time. God. <sighs> but hey, we're here now. 2021, welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been here for four months. Has it? God, really? Oh no. Well, three three months and four days. Still. Yeah. yeah. Pr- pretty sure it started on like, you know, like Tuesday last week, right? Anyways. Uh TV guide for this episode. <laughs> Man, that's, this is such a depressing intro, Nick. I don't know what to tell you, man. Why is this episode so sad? Because it's 10.30 on a Sunday. <laughs> on Easter. Yay. Oh. All right, TV guy for this episode reads, The Case of a Serial Killer. 
Case of a serial kidnapper in the alternate universe becomes personal for Broyles. Olivia reconnects with cab driver Henry Andre Royo on her secret request to return to the other side. Oh my lord! Yeah, no, I'm 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 cool with this being the 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 last time we record in the morning. Oh, (laughs) unless it's required for uh, one of us. I mean, I did get to watch the episode just bright and early, so it's in yeah. my head. So that was a yeah. benefit. I was but like... sipping my coffee while I was watching this episode. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's why we're loopy. The initial coffee is just starting to hit us. Yeah. Mm. I don't yes. know what that means for Nick, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that means for um, Nick is that, you know, the, the, the daily adrenaline hasn't hit yet. I, I, I haven't yet... <laughs> <laughs> crippling reality of my existence run. hasn't <laughs> crippling reality of my existence hasn't like completely hit yet he hasn't gotten to a finale in fall guys so the adrenaline rush just isn't there <laughs> basically right. so we start off hey we're in the red universe again Ooh. Ooh. I, there's an old God. dude who is very angrily cutting his hair seriously like he like... seems real pissed that he's gonna be bald <laughs> but he's going for it. He's doing, he's doing the whole like chop your hair first, then shave it, like the way you properly shave your head. Yeah. Um, nope. And, like, and he... he's just reciting some sort of weird mantra the entire time as yeah. well. He's got like a Rush Limbaugh birthmark on his head too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and he like takes this vial of like, I don't even know. It looks like soap. It's just like kind of milky and dumps it in the sink. And I was like, oh, cool. He's giving up drugs. What a good old man. But no, the <laughs> sink is full of water and he's like baptizing himself. Also, if, if you're that old, why, why bother giving up drugs? Just <laughs> yeah. if you've made it that far. <laughs> That's fair. Just enjoy the last couple years of your life. And then oh, he, God, picks up, he picks up. He his... looks like 80. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he like splashes the water on like his face and his his arms and stuff, and he's like saying a prayer, and then he picks up his Death Eater mask and decides to go commit a <laughs> it kidnapping. Does look like a Death Eater yep. mask. Because <laughs> then we're hey. in New Yonkers, New York. Because apparently Ooh. in the Red Universe, something happened to Yonkers that it had to be made anew. <laughs> uh, it probably just got like demolished by a wormhole. Let's be honest. <laughs> Like, Yonkers as a neighborhood is just all quarantined, and so right next to it, they were like, new Yonkers. They were like, listen, this name was too cool, we can't lose the name. (laughs) That feels like tempting fate if a place gets quarantined, (laughs) and you're like, this is the new place. (laughs) Like, that definitely a fringe wormhole is going to open there as well. Well, no, it'll be great. It'll be great when new Yonkers, yeah, goes down, and then it's just new new Yonkers. I mean, like, it's it's just a perfect opportunity to not have an area named Yonkers anymore. Like, when something happened to Yonkers, you're like, cool, great, the city of Yonkers is dead. Let's make it a better name. 
Are you telling me that Yonkers isn't a name of a city that you'd want to live in? No. I don't want to... Where do you live? Oh, Yonkers, New York. Exactly. Like, such a stupid name. Be better. Hey, people from Yonkers, New York. Uh... <laughs> Yell at me about how your city isn't trash. <laughs> exactly. Or and I'll ignore how... you. Because your city has a stupid name. Listen, I'll listen to your complaints and I'll make sure to shout at Charlie for them. And you have trash sports teams. Uh, Fuck Fuck the Yankees. That one's fair. (laughs) I just started watching baseball again because the season started up. And I forgot how much I legitimately hate the New York Yankees. Even though I don't regularly watch baseball. Nice. Anyways, into the, into the episode, we're 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 in New Yonkers. Uh, we we get the classic um, child being afraid that there's a monster in the closet, but don't worry, the monster's actually, you know, a kidnapper. <laughs> oh wait, that's not good. The mom goes. Mm. The mom goes. Oh, Max, there's no monster in the closet. It's just me. And also, I'm divorcing your dad. Wait, what? Because <laughs> I'm coming out of the closet. <laughs> And then she walks out and goes, this is your fault. Oh. What? The real monster is you all the time. <laughs> and leaves the room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then this mask guy shows up and Max like, takes me away from here. And the guy's like, this was easier than I thought it was going to be. Hot damn. Like, Do you want the ether? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> out the window and then he lands breaks both of his legs and goes I forgot I'm old <laughs> and that's the Did episode they, they just couch this guy to clarify what happens the child gets kidnapped it's very bad and <laughs> terrible by the man in the creepy uh, death eater mask and he does just jump out the second floor window which is a little crazy <laughs> I must go. <laughs> they even talk about it later on in the episode. But like that's quite a jump to be also carrying a fifty-pound child, and they're just yeah. like, eh. <laughs> just yeah, sort of shrug that off. I also got to say, we'll get to it in a second, but like, they, this universe has real shit naming schemes for their serial killers or serial <laughs> kidnappers. Like, what's it's just such a shit name, and I can't take it seriously this whole episode. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that in a second. But let's 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 open back up to. It's, uh, it's I'm not feet. sure if this was a. I'm not sure if this was a spelling mistake or if this is actually how they're spelling Manhattan on the other no, side. No, this is how no, Manhattan is spelled. Yeah. Okay, cool. This, they've been consistent with this for the other yeah. side. This is okay. It, for some reason, I've just been like. <laughs> it was one of the early hallmarks in the uh, building gets merged. Man is merged with himself. Nightmare scene. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That, they have the, the title card there is is Manhattan, New York, and on first glance, you're like, that's not how you spell Manhattan, and then you're like, oh, it's the alternate universe because uh, okay, they're cool. weird and decide to spell it differently. I bet this America uses U's in all their writing too. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> like reasonable <laughs> people. <laughs> Why did you but take yeah. the U out of everything, America? You lazy fucks. Honestly, the reason why was um, there was a... Typesetting, uh, right? No, that's the myth. The actual reason why is the first person to make an American um, 
uh, dictionary took the U's out so that their language would be different from the British, like a hundred percent, like just, just literally, like the, the typesetting is a myth. That's not what it is. It is literally they did it to be special <laughs> and be different. You make yep. my life hell doing style sheets for websites because color. I always type it with the U, and then nothing works, and I have to remember. Oh, I have to take the U out. Yo, Charlie, fuck off. When David and I had to spend an additional probably several hours for most exams remembering the fucking unit conversions. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Unit conversions sucked. (laughs) It's like, hey, what if I had to know how to use an entirely different and just stupid, like, unit system? Just because, you know, half the time the questions are going to be in that so that I know how to deal with Americans. Half the t- half the time, half of the question will be in Imperial. The other half will be in Metric. Yeah, because we're in Canada, where sometimes we have to use both. Also, we're uh, in Canada, where fuck off. Why do I still know things in pounds and feet? How? Why? To be fair, we're better than in um the uh, UK because they're even more mixed than we are. Yeah, <laughs> like God, with with their uh, system of units. That's fair. Like we at least I, don't have to use stones I, <laughs> for anything. The, the the fuck the fuck is a ton as well. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just imperial is fine if you're a farmer and need to know like the approximate length of something and you can pace it out. We're not farmers anymore. We just meters. It's beautiful. Just use metric. But like, what if what if you'd always had your height measured in feet? Then everything's in feet, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just, I can't even. I mean, it says it so. on our um dri- on our yeah. driver's license. It's in centimeters. Like, <laughs> it's not even in feet on our like actual legal ID. So it just makes no sense. Yes. Yeah. Anyhow, our favorite cab driver is just chilling to some tunes. Because no one likes him and no one wants to pay a fare. <laughs> and then Olivia still, still just, dealing, still dealing with Helsinki syndrome, you know. Yeah. And then Olivia pops in and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy you breakfast." And he's like, "Wow, not even at gunpoint this time. That's nice." Hot damn. Yeah. Um. What? And uh, Olivia's like, "Hey, I need you to get me onto Liberty Island." He's like, "Aren't you like top government agent? Why can't you just go there?" And she's like, "No, no, no." I need to go home. And he's like, your home's on Liberty Island? She's like, shut the fuck up. I'll kidnap you again. <laughs> shut just the fuck get, up. Don't make this harder than it has to be. Just get me just get me a boat and take me there. And he's like, all right, all right, fine. Uh, <laughs> well, no, she's like, well, no, she's like, listen, I will get a boat. I can steal a boat. I know how to do that. And I can evade the authorities. <laughs> but I can't leave the boat at the island. That's not okay. Well, I mean, uh, it kind of makes sense when they if they find a boat docked <laughs> in the island, they're gonna start investigating. I mean, but ideally, she would be gone by then. It doesn't matter. Like they're gonna she notice know she's missing at some take. point. Yeah, but she doesn't know how long that that uh, the process will take her to uh, teleport yeah. over. Yeah, um, and then Olivia gets uh, a message being like, "Hey, come to New Yonkers," and she goes, "Oh shit, not this crap hole again." <laughs> uh, do i have to go here for and so olivia writes down her phone number and he's like are you still running away from the people chasing you and she's like no they think i'm somebody else and then just leaves and he's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> uh and then so they they arrive at the apartment and they're like this doesn't really seem like a fringe division case there's no fringe shit going on it's just a bunch of kidnappings 
and and we get the real um like super empathetic casual line from uh francis here where he goes oh this seems like a waste of resources and time (laughs) (laughs) then we immediately cut to the crying mother about her kidnapped (laughs) child and you can literally just see on his face go "Ooh, shouldn't say that so loud (laughs) well lincoln (laughs) lincoln also says like hey guys remember we're required to investigate all abduction cases thanks to the Peter Bishop Act of 91. <laughs> which, like, maybe create a completely different division, c- completely focused on abductions that would then do that. And if they notice fringe shit, then they can, like, tag it to fringe division. Yeah, Instead of having your super that... <laughs> important frontline division investigate random kidnappings. The people yeah. in charge of, like, fighting off wormholes. Also, this child got kidnapped. Yeah, Listen, like, I'm pretty sure that a, that child kidnappings lead to wormholes like 30% of the time. Do you think they had to rename Amber Alerts? Because now Amber Alerts <laughs> means something completely different in this universe. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Probably. <laughs> oh, no. Quick. Oh, my phone's going off. What is it? Oh, it's just a Steven signal. Steven signal? What? The fuck is that? It would definitely it's be called their version like, of an Amber Alert. It would definitely be called like a Bishop Alarm or something. Come on, a Bishop Bulletin. You need the alliteration. There bishop you go. Bulletin. There it is. Their Amber Alerts are Bishop Bulletins. Because uh, their Amber Alerts are Bishop Bulletin. <laughs> their Amber Alerts yep. are run out or you're frozen in rock forever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I could just imagine one of them coming over to this side, and then, then just being like, "Oh no, there's an Amber Alert!" And someone's like, "Oh dear God, what's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, there's there's been a child kidnapping." And like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> oh, that's like, fine. What do you mean that's it? <laughs> they go. They woke me up for this. I'm gonna kill people on my way to work tomorrow because I'm sleep deprived. Ah, uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just can't resist injecting Ontario politics into this podcast. Gosh. <laughs> Oh, man, that is my favorite argument against those. Oh, God, people I, I, suck. Uh, just Turn your phone off when terrible. you go to sleep. You don't want to yep. be woken up. Yep. Uh, anyhow, so, yeah, mother's crying. Um, they start investigating some stuff. Olivia uh, is like, oh, hey, the suspect is probably, like, uh, 20 to 35 because he was able to carry, like, a 50-pound kid down two stories out a window. And yep. Lincoln uh, looks at the print. They find a print. Lincoln scans it. And he's like, oh, uh, it's it's sugar. And Francis <gasps> it's is the like. the candy man. Yeah. Francis <laughs> is like, oh, what? Kid had a snack? And he's like, no, he secreted it through his sweat. The candy man is back. And I'm like, you called your serial kidnapper the candy man because he sweats sugar? Fucking really? And hey, he, he can do it. The candy man can. <laughs> But there, there are several times in this episode where grown adults are having an adult serious conversation. They go, I heard the Candyman's back. And you're like, no, no, this, it's immediately the tone is ruined. Call Maybe, him something different. So, so how, how, many, Maybe. how many retakes do you think they had to do? <laughs> do you think the guy playing Lincoln was like, gorsh, guys, the Candyman's back. <laughs> Wait, why is he goofy? Because the line is goofy. I don't fucking know. It's just a stupid name. Come up with a better... What is a better kidnapper name for a guy who sweats sugar, though? Um, Type 3. 
Why do we call him type 3? Because we assume he has a new form of diabetes where he sweats sugar. (laughs) Listen, children, only two candies a night or the type 3 man comes for you. (laughs) I mean, you could have called him like the sucrose snatcher. Sucrose snatcher doesn't sound very that's, serious that either. Just, that sounds like someone stealing sugar. That's just knockoff candy man. That's just <laughs> yeah. knockoff candy man. <laughs> the Splenda snatcher. He had an accomplice. From the Splenda snatcher. High fructose. <laughs> the high fructose corn syrup guy. <laughs> high fructose fanatic. There we go. <laughs> high fructose fanatic. <laughs> Oh my god. These but are you don't get that he's a, You don't get that he's a kidnapper from that. Yeah, I just think he's a dude <laughs> obsessed with high fructose corn syrup. Oh, it sounds like there's a very serious Netflix documentary about him <laughs> and his sugar addiction. No, no, no. That's not Netflix. That's a TLC show. It's a branch <laughs> off of My Strange Addiction. Oh god. All right, terrible hey, naming aside. There's a, there's Candy a fucking Man. dude in a parking lot slapping a vein so he could eject high fructose corn syrup. Oh, <laughs> I think that would kill you. <laughs> He's willing to do Listen it for the sugar high, man. <laughs> you don't know his struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we he wrote a that book called can- My Struggle. <laughs> Anyways, Broyles. Broyles is around. <laughs> Broyles is looking at all the kid. The sort of the um is looking at uh different children who've oh. been kidnapped by Candyman, and they all look very terrible, essentially, and they look beat up. And then um, that was Walternet before they got up. kidnapped. <laughs> Walternet shows oh. up, and Walternet's like, "Hey, so uh, I know that." Fringe Division is in charge of investigating all these abductions because it's very important. But um, there's no harm in if this is too much for you, letting the responsibility fall to another table. And Bros is like, I can do this. It's fine. Well, well no, the way that bitch. Walter brings it up, the way that Walter brings it up is, listen, we both know the pain of having a child stolen from us. At which point and you're like, even oh, when Jesus. they come back. Even when they come back, the, they're the, irreparably the broken. Yeah, we're just like, whoa, poor Peter. <laughs> Bros is like, oh, no, my kid's at home. Like he's blind, but otherwise, like relatively okay. Well, he's also gonna die uh, before he's eighteen. I don't yeah. think he's relatively would, okay. <laughs> listen, if I, I feel like Walter has a claim to the like irreparably broken with that, considering what happens to these poor children. But like Peter, yeah. no, no, no. I don't. I think it's rude to Peter. I think Peter seemed fine. <laughs> Like, yeah, Walter is just Peter like irreparably, irreparably broken, and our like Peter just hops into that universe and goes, "What the fuck, dude?" And then disappears. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Wait, what the hell?" But yeah, but uh, Broyles' kid got uh, abducted and then returned in a much worse condition, and they're like, "Broyles, you're, emo- you're emotionally compromised," and he's like, "I'm not a Vulcan. This isn't Star Trek." <laughs> I can continue Keep doing my job. On this case, I need I need to murder this man. Uh. Yep. and then he goes live long and prosper. <laughs> and he's yes. like, "What do we? What do we do? Like, when is my Olivia coming back?" And Walter, and it's like, 
maybe soon we found a synthetic chemical in her brain that should let us cross universe and not turn people into horrific monsters like Cancer Man. And he goes, I'm going to go experiment on some children. Bye. (laughs) Later. (laughs) Later. Mine ones are legal. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha. (laughs) I am the law. (laughs) Colonel Broyles, have you ever played the video game Halo? I'm going to do to children what they did to children in Halo, but worse. Jeez. I mean, what they did was pretty bad in Halo. Man, it gets so much worse, though. Because they start off with orphans, and then they, like, kidnap children and replace them with clones that are designed to die. From cancer. Yep. Yeah. Slowly and painfully. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, UNSC and Halo is kind of fucked up. Well, awesome. Glad glad to hear it. But it's Anyways, okay because basically... humans beat aliens and everything's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but don't yeah. worry. We'll be doing we'll be doing Halo next season. Yeah, <laughs> games no, one through five. You you can see David and I rant about Halo in our upcoming series. What do how go? <laughs> <laughs> Where we yell that Halo has bad level design. Halo one does have bad level design. <laughs> <laughs> All right, save it, save it for the, save it for the let's play. Uh, uh, basically, they're looking at Olivia wasn't part of Fringe Division when the original kidnappings happened, so she's like, "Oh, I remember reading about it," and so they kind of bring her up to speed. And it's um, kids are abducted and they're returned forty-eight hours afterwards. Ages kind of random between seven and nine. Kidnappings occur roughly every two years. And when the kids are returned, they have advanced body deterioration. Um, and are scared to talk about what happened to them. Yeah. And the kind of limited reports they have is uh, it was a male. He had a shaved head and he wore a mask. And Astrid's like, yeah, most of the like most of the reports don't give a description. And Olivia's like, what do you mean most of? And I'm like, yeah, Astrid, why are you leaving information out? Like, she was going to omit the fact that it was, oh, two kids saw two suspects, one young and one old. Which is, I think, pretty important information. (laughs) She's still salty at being shown up by, you know, a fringe suspect from a couple episodes back. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotten more sassy because of it. What do you think that guy's up to right now? Is he still Talking to the computer, his mind is beyond us. (laughs) Nah. We cannot comprehend what he does. He's, he's so smart. Computer. He's so smart. He, he can't figure out a way how to talk to us anymore. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Cool. He no longer understands humans. He's so intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what nonsense. <laughs> Listen, it was just commentary about how English is a stupid language. <laughs> what boggles my mind is that they just have a computer that's smart enough to talk to him. Like... like <laughs> Like, yeah, we just have this casual, incredibly intelligent AI that's just hanging out. It's from our her none, project. Don't worry about it. None, We've deciphered of some of the communication. But... We've deciphered some of the communication. It's just them making fun of us twenty four seven. Just cracks sexting. about how stupid we are. <laughs> and sexting, lots of sexting. <laughs> Too much sexting. <laughs> oh man, what if Olivia knew exactly what they were saying, but they just like, yeah, you, uh, you wouldn't understand what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> just really, really horny talk. 
It's like, wait, sorry, who programmed this AI again? Like, I need to go talk to them for a little while. What the fuck was Brandon thinking? Because it was 100% Brandon. You can only yeah. assume so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's two victims um, saw two suspects, one young and one old. And Olivia's like, hey, why don't we expand the profile? And they're like, that's just two kids saying shit. None of the other ones would talk. And Olivia's like, well, I want to re-interview some of them. Let's start with, closes her eyes, throws a dart. Christopher Broyles, oh shit. Ooh, and it gets real awkward. (laughs) And they're like, hey, don't do it. Broyles gets protective about his kidnapped and damaged son. And Olivia's like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Listen, another child's life is at stake. I'm sure he won't mind. And then barges into his office like, I want to talk to your son. Let me talk to your son. And Rose is like, I already interviewed him. I did everything I could. It was terrible and very traumatizing for him. Please respect my boundaries and his boundaries by not pushing. And Olivia goes, but maybe you're a bad cop and I can do a better job. <laughs> basically, uh, no, basically, sounds like yeah. you're a massive bitch. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? it? Won't let me interview your damaged son, coward. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he doesn't tell you everything because you're his dad. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. (laughs) Cool Aunt Liv's going to get out all the information. (laughs) Your son still has both his kneecaps, right? And bro's like, yeah, why? It's like, just need to know what I can damage. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And we cut back to the, the kidnapped boy and the, the mass dude is uh like walks in and he's like, Do you want some candy? Cause I'm the candy man, get it? The boy's like, I didn't <laughs> so, th- I thought the media named you for the re- you sweat sugar. I thought that was the reason. But I wanna go home. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And then the dude the dude starts praying and there's like this huge thing. There's a large device on the back of the kid's neck which matches up because all the other kids had like scars and stuff on the back of their neck god so at what point do you think that this at what point do you think this kidnapper started leaning into like giving the kids candy i 100 percent think the candy i 100 percent think the candy is made from his sweat (laughs) oh oh because it it, it does look like saltwater taffy yeah made from his sweat (laughs) <laughs> Olivia also asked, like, oh, what, like, why do they cut into the back of the neck? And they mentioned, like, oh, you could get spinal fluid from there. And I was like, oh, shit, is this alternate universe vampires? Like, But this time children, because, you know, everything has to be worse over here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not the case. It's also a mix of, it's a mix of vamp, of spine vampires and um old pituitary gland yeah old yeah. man babies <laughs> uh, which is kind of cool that they're like carrying trends over from season one still i mean it's... olivia does at one point literally mention the uh old man baby stealing pituitary gland stuff yeah in episode she... yeah that's what i'm but saying yeah. it's just it's nice that they're like what if this happened in an alternate universe it's fun yeah um but yeah uh, Broyles isn't divorced in this Broyles house. Yeah, yeah. Broyles is still and also married. he lives in a fucking amazing house. The fuck does Broyles do to get He's that house? He's a colonel in a, in a <laughs> top a... secret uh, military division. I'm sure he gets paid quite handsomely. 
Yeah, led directly by the Secretary of Defense, who in this universe seems like the president, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, but god, that house is so cool. <laughs> I mean, I think colonels in the military already get a pretty good paycheck, no? Uh, who knows? I don't know anything about that. I, let's talk <laughs> on authority about shit we have no idea what we're talking about. I mean, oh, we usually yeah. do, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> This is one of those times where I'm not going to, though. Instead, yeah. let, let's talk about Christopher Broyles, who we, we finally blind. get to meet and kind of see. Yeah, we, we, got, we finally get to meet and see exactly what the Candyman did to him, and it's not good. At least this he probably child doesn't is, have cancer. This child is real fucked up. I'm just like, oh yeah. my god. He's, he's blind, he's got a walker, he's got like an oxygen tank next to him. He's well, yeah, they, they mentioned like, as well... Yeah, they've like they organ that degradation like he, or the cells have been weakened as well. Like a whole loo of things that is wrong with yeah, this child. He's like yeah, two Broyles, senses Broyles, away Broyles, from being the pinball wizard from the Who song. <laughs> Broyles, Broyles is also like, listen, he, he took so much from my kid, you know, he'll be lucky to see his 18th birthday. And you're like, oh, God. But yeah. At what point um, would you go to the Secretary of Defense and be like, hey, do you want to amber my kid until we come up with a cure? Because you have created suspended animation. Yes, but also you can't tell people suspended animation, right? Because I, No, you're not telling anyone. You're just asking the Secretary of Defense to amber your kid, put him in a storage locker somewhere. And then wake him up when you've cured him. They they only just found out about the suspended yeah, animation. Yeah, they found, like out, last well, they found out one episode ago. Yeah. No, no, no. Because no. Walter it's like, yeah, we've always known theoretically. Yes, but Broyles didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Broyles didn't know until like literally the last red episode. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, Broyles is talking to his wife uh, and is like, hey. Um, Olivia wants to re-interview our kid because, yeah, the candy man's back. And the scene loses all tone once his wife is like, I heard the cops outside. The candy man's back. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> just, you just can't say it with any serious tone. Yeah. But then th then we get, um, you know, her being, um, Broyles's, Broyles's wife here being like, listen, um, you know, Chris Christopher's so strong, it's you. You're the weak one. <laughs> Fucking let Olivia. <laughs> you're a weak, weak man. God, God, you're Chris. You're a weak you're father. So... God, Christopher, you're so sad and weak. Or sorry, yeah. um... Christopher's Phillip. not the sad and weak one. Yeah, yeah Philip is. <laughs> Philip, you're so sad and weak. <laughs> I bet if I went into a mental ward, you would kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> then our son would be running scams in Iraq. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, oh, Olivia wanted to interview him, and I said no, and that's the right thing. And she's like, no, it's not. Olivia's smart. Let him, let him, let I always, her. I always liked Olivia. <laughs> Bring her over. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's like, oh, our son's strong enough to talk about it, even if you're a little bitch. <laughs> and we cut back to Lincoln and Olivia. Olivia's, like, reading up on Christopher's case and the off chance she gets to interview him. And he's like, hey, do you want some... Here, I got you a snack. And she's like, oh, hey, Red Vines. And he's like, yeah, they're brand new. <laughs> yes. Never had these before. Literally like, ever. I'm like, are you kidding me? Walternate would have devoted billions into inventing new licorice. 
Walter, I, 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 I think Walter is more focused than our Walter. <laughs> yeah, that's why he would devote billions instead of trying to make his own in a lab somewhere. Uh, maybe Walter is more a fan of black licorice than red licorice. <laughs> delicious. Oh, uh, disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, Olivia mentions like, hey, all the kids had like advanced body degradation, which is a byproduct of aging. And you, the pituitary helps with aging. So maybe the killer was going after the pituitary. And Lincoln is like, whoa, when did you become science? You're a woman. <laughs> When did you become science? <laughs> yes, you heard me. Lincoln's Lincoln time in the both, tube. Lincoln is both sexist and just wrong. <laughs> He's been drinking on the job. When did you become science? <laughs> Woman? <laughs> I'm the only one who went to college here. Ha ha ha. You're just an Olympic gold medalist. And she's like, yeah, Go I worked back to a- doing the shoot goods. She's like, I worked a case before I joined Fringe Division, which technically isn't, a- well, technically not alive. Uh, um, technically still alive. That- she-, she was part of Fringe Division, Division when, she re- when she did that case. Is it called Fringe Division on Blue Side? Yes. Yes. Okay. They I just mean- don't say it as much. Yeah, I I wish it was like, I wish it was fringe division on the blue side, and then some really weird name here like fringe department or the department of fringe, <laughs> the department of fringe, the doff, uh. <laughs> freeze doff, and they're like what? <laughs> freeze doff what? <laughs> she say doff Lundgren. <laughs> But yeah, she's like, she references old man baby case and is like, a dude was draining hormones from the pituitary. So like this dude's de-aging himself. Um, and Lincoln's like, oh yeah, that would have side effects, including high blood sugar, which he would then sweat out. Ooh. And then Olivia gets a call and is like, yeah, you can interview my broken child. Get over here. Get over here. My, my wife, my wife is smarter than I am. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Olivia interviews Chris. They go to the beach because he's like, "This is my favorite place." Um, yeah. And so she's interviewing him. Um, but Broyles gets a call from Walternet, being like, "Hey, what's the?" He asking for progress on the case, and then uh, having the conversation of Olivia, yeah. you know, right beside Olivia, essentially. Yeah, and he's like, "When do we get the real Olivia back?" And she's like, what'd when you do say? I get He's to like, throw this one aside. <laughs> when do I get to kill her? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, Walter and it's like, oh, hey, our Olivia's mission's going well. Um, uh, we may need to pull this Olivia out of the field to do the switcheroo murder spree. And he's like, cool, 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 cool. Um, and we cut back to Olivia interviewing Chris. And Chris is like, oh, I'm so scared. He said if I talked about it. That he would cover hurt my Bob and my dad. And he cries. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man up. Why are you <laughs> why are you sad and weak? Well no. I'd also I'd also like to point out that Broyles that they hear that Olivia's getting Olivia's getting pulled tomorrow morning. Uh, at yes, ten AM right. or something. What a cursed time. A- ten AM. <laughs> ten AM tomorrow. <laughs> 
when everyone functions at optimal capacity. Exactly. Um, and Chris is uh, then like, oh yeah, I heard them both talking, but they said the same thing, and he was saying prayer. And so um, they use that prayer, and apparently there's a whole bunch of churches now because every fringe event spawns a new religion, which, like, fair. That's pretty realistic, I think. I want to know yeah, which one worships sense. the black hole that appeared in New York Harbor. <laughs> I don't think they worship like the, the wormholes. <laughs> I don't, Are you I fucking don't kidding me? Someone 100% worships a wormhole. Oh, you're right. I would yeah. worship a wormhole. So Wait, cool. why? Because it, it devours everything. Like, there's nothing better than it. <laughs> like, ob- I mean... objectively, it consumes all known matter. Yes, but I wouldn't worship that. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> well, that my worship will stop it or like. Well, no, do it's anything. not. It's not about stopping it. It's not about stopping it. It's about praying that the wormhole devours things that you'd like it to devour. Yeah, <laughs> like your problems. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know wormholes can devour emotions. You, you said they could devour any anything, Charlie. Well, like, matter to me. <laughs> Why? Why did you? Why did you create this church if it was not for it to devour my bad feelings and you know all of these sins that I have? See, this is where the wormhole becomes uh, a metaphor, and you have to cast all your negative thoughts and your sins into the wormhole, where they will be gone forever, and you can live a better life. And like they go and like hug the amber to do that, right? Like they yeah. they have like you know. Um, Man, religion like... is really easy to come up with. <laughs> Guys, we should start a cult. No, 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 no. We we would be tax free. We get so All much right. money. We could see each other because they're exempt from protocol. <laughs> There's no downside to running a cult. We get free Kool Aid. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so so while Charlie's getting arrested, David and I will continue the podcast. Uh, uh, and well, no, we're we're gonna join. They they track go. down uh, the the passage the 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 uh, the church that follows this or that has this passage. Uh, well, or sorry, uh, first um, Broyles is talking to like Olivia drops uh christopher back off with broils and his wife um and like chris is so happy and it's like a burden has been lifted and he's like oh i like the sand it feels nice and like he's all happy and you're like oh cool this actually helped him move on and everyone's happier um broils then gets uh, a call from do we know who he gets a call from is it from walternate or is it just like an agent updating him on the case Probably um, just an agent update. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't uh, think Olivia, this call matters too yeah. much, yeah. Olivia also gets a call, but it's from Henry, and he's like, hey, I got a boat. Come meet me in New Yonkers, and then lasts for 10 <laughs> minutes as he gets over <laughs> saying that stupid name. Uh, it gives her a time, and then... At 10 p.m., because yeah. 10 is the only time that exists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Bros is like, hey, we got a lead. we are got to go to Astoria Church. Uh, and so Broyles and Olivia go there, and I recognize this actor because he plays a Czech scientist on Stargate Atlantis. Ooh. Where a bunch of times in the script, he just mutters in Czech, and there's an interview with him, because apparently he is Czech, and he's like, yeah, no, you would never be able to broadcast it in, like, 
on Czech TV because I swear too much. Huh. He's like, you wouldn't be nice. able to get past the censors. Nice. That's Just cool. entirely bleep out his 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 sections. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, he's but yeah, like they, they have this. Go, go ahead, Charlie. Oh, I was going to say, they, they start interviewing this Reverend Marcus. Uh, he recognizes the prayer and is like, oh, yeah, I used to be a doctor. But when I couldn't cure my wife, um, who died of avian flu, apparently that hit harder. Yeah. Um, uh, he kind of found God and found religion. And um, they're like, hey, can we get a list of your congregation? Because it's somebody who's part of your church because that's a specific prayer. And the Reverend's like, nope. Nah, that's not allowed. I can't at which do point, it. At which, point, like, at which point? Go. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. At which point, Broyles is just like, "Hey, um, he, he took my son. The fuck? Uh, my son can just, identify just this guy. Yes, he took my son. <laughs> my son is willing to step forward and talk about this. Give my me son, the list Christopher Broyles, who lives at this address." <laughs> You know, because none of them ever could believe that this reverend could have anything to do with this. My oh, very gosh. crippled son who can't run away from anything. Oh, gosh. Here are the times when my wife and I are out of the house. And he's at home by himself. <laughs> oh. But hey. And, uh, yeah, they it, get the it, names it, from it, the reverend. And they the, start... the reference like, oh, cool, that's really good information. <laughs> Writes it down. Here's a list of names. Go check them out for me. Yeah. <laughs> Go take eight hours checking out all these names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, Olivia is going through and it's like, oh, none of the people on the list update their profile. But Olivia, I think, is checking out a dude who had kidney disease cured by the reverend somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, basically as they're going just all of these all of these people who have been a part of the church have had some minor miracle happen to them yeah um, that like you know it's like oh that that sounds like what is fine in fringe medicine on the other side but as it turns out what fringe medicine on the other side is is very inconsistent yep yeah uh so olivia's interviewing wyatt toomey who is apparently a young man um who lives alone in an apartment we've seen before um and olivia is like they're standing in the doorway and she notices like a kid's doll sitting on a table somewhere and she's like hey you live by yourself right and he's like maybe and then tries to slam the door (laughs) in her face um but she manages to get in um and then finds max and she's like fbi i'm here to save you um and then Toomey comes in with a shotgun and Olivia's like, nope, better shot here. And then kills him. And then deafens the boy despite for the life. Fact, despite the fact that Olivia has gotten back her memories, uh, she she's still a better sharpshooter now. It's great. Yep. Well, I think it's like, she always inherently had the ability to be a really good sharpshooter. It's just in Blue Universe, she never truly developed the talent. And with Red Universe's memories, I guess you can argue muscle memory comes into play. Uh yeah, cool. I guess. That's I, my head cannon. I'm willing to buy it. Like this is fine. But, <laughs> but hey, 30 minutes into the episode, everything's fine. Kids kid gets returned home. Um nothing bad is going to happen from this forward. We're just yeah. going to have the B plot, right? Like that's that's all that's coming from this. It's yeah. just 15 they, minutes of Olivia like kicking ass and chewing bubblegum. 
they they find <laughs> out that Toomey was in fact a super old man and was making um an age regression chemical thing from the kid's pituitary glands. Um, Olivia's like, hey, your son was right to Broyles. Uh, there was an old and young kidnapper. They just happened to be the same dude. Um, and they're like, hey, he was a garage man. I don't know how he managed to make this thing, but whatever. Man worked in sanitation. Where did he learn how to do this? Who cares? Yeah, end <laughs> of story. He's dead. Don't even have to arrest anyone. Um, and Lincoln's like, hey, do you want to go for a drink? Because I love you? I mean, what? Uh, and she's she's like no i gotta head still suspiciously out of town she's like no i gotta i'm i'm going home and then she looks directly at him and winks and he's like wait why did you why did you wink why did you say home so weird then she then she immediately turns and looks at the camera and then winks again (laughs) uh and so she she arrives at the the boat with henry and she's like okay do you want to do you want me to cast this off and he's like what does that mean and she's like, at which point we learn that Henry is terrified of water. Yeah, but it's okay because his cousin taught him how to run the boat. And Olivia's like, oh my god, you had to be taught something. And he's like, yes, that's how knowledge is passed on. She's like, well, then who taught the serial kidnapper how to make an age serum? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she runs away because she realizes because <laughs> she realizes the reverend who is very conveniently a ex-physician probably taught to me how to make the, <gasps> the serum dun, 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 yes. and oh my god uh, she calls bros and bros is like bros like i can't contact my wife and i told him that my son could identify the kidnappers oh, oh no, no. <laughs> uh and, and so hey, <laughs> let, let's uh, get terrifying scene of <laughs> Yeah, of Christopher Kidnapper coming to murder child. Yeah, a Chris Christopher being woken up because his mom is screaming in terror. Yeah. yeah. Hey, where'd that fucking police escort go? Well, Candyman was the killed. Dude. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess they caught Candyman. Why? Why would they ever need a police escort past that? <laughs> you would think, like, also, as a colonel, you the, would just have like MPs guarding your house day and night. That's yeah, what I would the, do. The, I would abuse my authority. The, what the fuck is Broyles doing that he doesn't have a better home security system than than this? <laughs> Look at how cool that house is. Are you telling me no one comes to rob him ever? <laughs> but no, honestly, yeah, he should have like a beefy home security system. Should have an attack dog. He should have three attack dogs. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, he has none of those things, and instead, his wife's gonna die, and so is his kid. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, this the, is why you should buy our security system. The reverends, <laughs> like, oh, you're so helpful in healing other people, but God wants you to die now. <laughs> um, but Broyles arrives at just the right time as the reverend finds where Christopher's hiding. Which turns out, <laughs> would it be great if Christopher thought he was hiding, but is actually just like curled up in the middle of the floor because he's blind? Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's Listen, like, he's no one will find house. me here. The fuck, Charlie? He knows what the layout of the house is. <laughs> I'm just saying. He... <laughs> uh, but yeah, Broyles shows up just at the right time and is like, hey! And the reverend turns around with his son and Broyles just shoots him in the head. And he's like, Chris! Yep. And I was like, shit, he killed his son! <laughs> But father and son are reunited. It's all okay. 
Yay. Yay. Don't, don't worry about Diane. I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the wife, Boros's wife, is also I'm, fine. I'm oh. sure that this kidnapper who was here bent on revenge against your, like, 10-year-old child definitely wasn't going to murder your wife on the way through. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Olivia gets a call from Henry and he's like, hey, time's a tick. And she's like, give me 15 minutes. Uh, and then the mother of the of Max, the boy who was ejected in the opening, is like, oh, hey, my my son would really like to thank you. And Olivia's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I hate kids. Um, and <laughs> so she she goes in. He's like, I got a question for you, this policewoman. What's an FBI? And she's like, oh, it's just another kind of police officer. Where did you hear that term? And he's like, you said it. You said you were FBI. And now I want to be FBI. She's yeah. like, yeah, you could do that. And she walks out and bros is like, FBI has been gone for like a decade plus. You know At you're not. At least on this you. side. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, you know who you are, right? She's like, yep. What happens now? And you're really hoping that it's just going to be like a random shootout in the hospital. And he's like, I go home now. And you're like, you're cool. I'm going home to, I'm going now, home to have sex with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Communism was just a red herring, Dunham. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Colonel Broyles is like, thanks for saving my kid. You can go back to your universe now. Well, no, he doesn't say that. He just says the next time, essentially gives the look of the next time I see you, you better be gone. Better not be you. <laughs> next time I see you, you better be Bolivia. And she's like, who's Bolivia? <laughs> the fuck what? is that person? What? It makes no sense. <laughs> and so she gets on the boat with Henry and he's like, how do I get back? And she's like, just take the same route. And he's like, how do you know I won't get caught? And she's like, I memorized their patrol routes last time I was here because I have a photographic memory. He's like, oh, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Cool. And he's like, that's that's fun. And he's like, okay, but really, where are you from? And she's like, oh, I'm from a parallel universe. And he's like, oh god, I've been helping a psycho this whole fucking time. (laughs) She's going to freeze to death in the water. This this is what this is what broke the Stockholm syndrome for this poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, time to get out of here. She jumps in the water and breaks into the lab on Liberty Island, injects herself with a whole bunch of drugs. Um, As you do. But but don't worry, because we know from the behind the scenes that that needle's not actually going into her skin. Yeah, it's probably not even sharp at the end. Yeah, John Noble showed me how those work, so I'm not scared of them anymore. Mm -hmm. Him and the properties. Needles anymore. (laughs) Him and the properties master. (laughs) Yep. Stab, stab, stab. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, this is just so brilliant. I'm marveling at the technology here, and they're like, John, it's a spring. John, just 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 be normal, please. Please, John. (laughs) No, no, you you dragged me into this. This (laughs) I Yeah, so Olivia jumps in the tank and appears in the gift shop uh in New York. And um then we cut to Walternate getting a phone call being like, oh, hey, there's been a break-in at the lab on Liberty Island. And really, his question should be, which lab? Because <laughs> I'm sure there's more than one. Probably. No, this I, is the I only feel lab like... on Liberty Island. Literally yeah. the only one. Like, Liberty Island <laughs> isn't that big, so I don't imagine they have that many labs. Yeah. There's a couple, though. But it, anyways, any yeah. of the labs, it's probably bad. Um, um, yeah, it just happens to not be the child experimentation lab. 
Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Actually, this does double as a child experimentation lab. The The budget ran a little bit short, so they just shove kids in the tank and see what happens. <laughs> Turns I mean, out it doesn't give them gills. um but yeah so olivia's in the gift shop and she's trying to get out and this woman's like hey we're closed how the fuck did you get in here why are you soaking wet wet? (laughs) yeah what the fuck and olivia's like oh hey cool um i was just um can you let me out in fact and then the world starts to like shimmer and shift and she's like fuck they're pulling me out listen what i'm about to say is absolutely insane but i need you to send a message to somebody and then we cut to Here's her getting phone number. Yeah. They cut to her getting pulled out of the tank and she gets sedated. And then we cut back to Blue Universe for the final scene where Bolivia and Peter are curled up in bed watching Casablanca. And Olivia's like or Bolivia's falling asleep and she's like, mm, this movie stars Ronald Reagan, right? And he's like, No, it's Humphrey Bogart. And she goes, It was a guess. I'm goofing. <laughs> I'm just at, joking. I know. Look at me. I'm funny. <laughs> like in the most like serious tone, she's like, I was just joking. I'm like, Jesus Christ, calm down. <laughs> You're getting emotional. This is why you can't be a CEO. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> <laughs> but that's why she's such a good cop. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, we uh have a very awkward scene between Bolivia and Peter. Uh, it's eventually just like, all right, go to sleep. You're, you're crazy. Uh, <laughs> and then Peter gets a phone call and he's like, Walter, I can hear you breathing heavily on the other end. The fuck? What are you doing, you creep? And she's like, is this Peter Bishop? And it's the cleaning lady from the, yeah. the gift shop. And she's like, I have a message from you from Olivia. And I wouldn't believe it unless she, if she hadn't just disappeared in front of me. She says yeah. she's trapped in the other universe. I was, I was like, I was a little surprised that she actually carried the message until I realized, oh yeah, Olivia would have just disappeared in front of yeah. her eyes. That's pretty strong evidence. She was covered in PCP. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and that's where yeah. we end off, is Peter snuggled in bed to an imposter. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the observer is across the street from the diner when Olivia and Henry are eating breakfast Ooh. in the beginning, and the glyph for this episode is escape. Ooh. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wonder what that, that, that means. Like, that, that sounds like one of those, uh, one of those French words right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Going it, to Paris in the, in the next episode. Is there a next episode clue for this one, Nick? Oh, you best bet I'm making one up. Uh, is there not one? <laughs> so no, the answer is no, Nick. Hold on, you we got to bet I'm making one up. Did you check the next episode clues like actual page? Uh, no, I have not. You want to check that right now, yeah, Charlie? Because all right, I'll fill dead air. So, guys, Monster Hunter Rise, excellent oh, well, game. God. Highly recommend it. Uh, I know it seems a little weird once you finish Village that you just get pushed off to Hub, but the story continues in the Hub quest, and actually the monsters are scaled, so you can solo Hub pretty uh, easily as if it was Village, even in high rank. So don't worry too much about that. But definitely pick your weapon that you're going to use, go to the training area, make sure you know your combos, practice your maneuvers, play around with the switch skills, 
And then also make sure, if depending on what weapon you're using, find which weapon type you want to totally invest into. Because it's not as practical to build every single weapon in uh, the category. I mean, you can, you're just going to do a lot of farming. But definitely. Uh, light Bowgun, that's what I've been using. Def- very excellent. Uh, they removed some things that were in World, but they've also still buffed it overall compared to... Uh, uh, not compared to Generations, because Generations you had uh, Hunter style, so that was completely different style fighting. But compared to Try and Four, I would say uh, Light Bowgun's right. been quite buffed. I can't All right, find David. It. Given 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 Charlie's inability to find what the what the next episode clue is, <laughs> um, it's it is time. Uh, so if we all remember back to last episode, it was you know we were tuned in at sixty nine fifty five kilohertz. Nice and <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> if I wasn't saying the word David, I would have had the time with you there. Uh, <laughs> and if we all remember back to when we're flying in a plane and the pilot starts flipping between all of the dials um, and he's trying to find the right frequency that's going to work, he stops at 7233 kilohertz. And I've just made up a number, but I'm going to relate this number to the, to the to this episode. All I need is a second to think about it. So 7233. <laughs> Why would you make up a number and not have something ready? Because I don't know what to do right now. So now we're into this episode. <laughs> what? It's important to note that <sighs> Maxwell, the child who was kidnapped, was 30 oh no wait better than that <laughs> was uh, 130 what <laughs> what the old man the old man is 72 years old before he injects himself with the serum but then afterwards he turns into a 33 year old 72 33 bam no no that was horrendous <laughs> that was so bad I don't have no, no, no. The you. real one is when Peter gives Bolivia the concert tickets. They're for you too, which references that there are two U's. There's two Olivias. <laughs> I think that's better than the <laughs> nonsense Nick just said. Um. So, uh, in, in the episode, I guess we all got to make one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the episode, the the first person that we see who like loses their memory is in the um, lighthouse, and the lighthouse symbolizes how um, <laughs> there's I don't know. There's a lighthouse. <laughs> All right, there's David. a lighthouse, and the house Broyles lives in gets a lot of light because of how nice it is. Is there anything related to age in? the last one like so like there is i i very annoyingly legitimately think that that plane sequence from the last episode feels like the scene where it's from where this where the next episode clue is going to be like that's that's just where it feels like like that's that's why i specifically chose the plane sequence i just chose a stupid part of it but i bet it's in that scene uh it doesn't exist or it's just nonsense okay there is an unloaded jpeg on the the Wayback Machine site for the previous day. That is everything so else, much more upsetting. Everything else is loaded except for this one fucking picture. 
<laughs> that, that is infinitely more upsetting. <laughs> oh my it's God. actually the worst thing. Like, I don't think any archive has it. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Echo. What do you want? <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, no. Okay. I, I did find I did find one. Um, it's oh. okay. It looks to have something to do with the pastry box that Walter gets. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna quickly the pastry box. When does he get a pastry box he, from from Bolivia? Um, yeah. Let me, a, uh, let me hop into the episode and see. Yep, it's around 13 minutes in. Okay. All right, I will fill more dead time. So, guys, monster yep, keep Hunter. filling dead air. <laughs> so. <laughs> Very excellent game. If you're coming back from World, it's going to be very different. Not very different. Slightly different. Don't go into it expecting World. Pe- I, people are complaining that it doesn't look as good on the Switch. Which, like, Of course, it won't like have the graphic fidelity that it does of World, but it's just stylized. Like This is how... It, it's nonsense. And it also performs fine. Like It's <laughs> not running at 60 frames a second, but it doesn't lag. It's not bad. Like You guys have too high standards. I will fight all of you. Just... <laughs> God. You said 13 minutes? I don't think it's 13. I'm no, continuing to look. Um, keep keep going, David. Uh, 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 oh, found it. Uh, 30 okay, minutes. 30-30. Um, all right. Olivia is walking in with a pastry box. What is written on that pastry box? Absolutely fuck all. Uh, oh, wait. What does um, it say? Does it say anything useful? Uh, back a frame. Enhance, enhance. <laughs> oh no, it's in Padira de Diana. Oh god. <laughs> uh, why is it in fancy lettering that I don't understand? <laughs> uh, well, um, <laughs> um. <laughs> so, audience, if you know what this means, or you think you know what this could be. Um, please let us know whenever you want. Uh, you can tweet us or you know send us an email. Um, I'm really just saying this to help buy time and just yeah. Hey waiting David, what's in, what's in the mailbag? As, as say we're something. Uh... Oh, I can check the mailbag. I guess. Um, yeah, mailbag entry. Woo! Yeah, mailbag. Um, I guarantee you the mailbag is gonna be empty. But you know, we we we, we can check it. It's empty. No, it's always no a letdown. No one's ever gonna message us. My cat is now here as well. I don't know if you guys can hear him. <laughs> I heard her, I, I or him. Yes. Okay. You, you know what it's gonna be? Is she brings Walter some sweets and it's candy. Oh, it's candy. That's Sugar candy man. man. Candy yeah. man. Okay, I'll that's, buy that. That is yeah. actually yeah. super lame, but yeah, that that's that is definitely what it is. That's what we're going with. Bolivia All brings the- Walter some sweets, and that foreshadows the fact that the man is sweet is type three, the candy man. <laughs> it's type three. Uh, okay, yeah. Thank well, you the good- for listening. We're just gonna fuck over. Oh no, shit! We gotta do ratings. I completely fucking forgot about this. Um, this is a f- iffy ish. I uh, know this is another like good, not great one. Um, yeah, I'd three. Agree. Yeah, I would say this episode yep. wasn't as good as the last episode, so three for me. Yeah, I, no, uh, we're 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 ramping up in action again, but like, yeah, it's th- this entire season is has been like good, but not like great, and like the themes of it have been like great, but like just like 
they've been good. There, there's not been a time where I've been like overly angry by an episode yet, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, there hasn't been a bound yet, and I'm waiting for it. We're only we're only like seven episodes in. The bounds are like episodes eleven and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we're here. Um, yeah, no, I'd say about three, three and a half as well on this episode. Definitely not quite as good as the last episode. Last episode was great, um, but good episode. All right. Charlie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Charlie, bring us out. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Forsaf. If you really liked it, you could leave us a comment or a rating on whatever podcasting service you use, which is probably one of Spotify, uh, Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, our home at Podbean. Uh, if you want to watch David slowly break apart mentally while he edits these horrific sessions, you can follow us on Twitter at Forsaf. Um, if you want to abuse David mentally, you can email us at forsaf at gmail.com. I don't recommend it, but it is kind of fun. Um, on the, on the bright side, if you do that, then you get in because mailbag. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's we where mailbag's will, from. We will respond and read every single message on here, even if the majority of it has to be bleeped out in the edit. Oh, geez. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> That's my solemn promise to you, dear listener. Um, <laughs> At least while we're small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell your friends about us and be like, I, I listen to a podcast and they'll go, why? There's so many of Dude. them. Why do you do this? <laughs> I don't need more recommendations. I don't listen to any of them. Stop. But then you just keep pressuring them, like keep actually bullying your friends to listen to this podcast, please. It gives me a very good sense of self-worth that I need to keep myself going through this pandemic. Um, yeah, tell your friends, keep listening. Um, download more of Over There, Where on the Stair. No, please uh, don't. Stop. <laughs> truly our best episode. Do it. <laughs> and be sure to come back for next time on Four Staff with Charlie, David, and Nick. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.